and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently an ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast is filled with tips and tricks for not only being the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but living the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. Hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, and this episode was highly requested. It's all about how I took data electronically in my classroom. I really debated when I was making this podcast because I didn't know how to share information with you guys through audio only. I really feel like to teach you how to make data sheets in Google Forms, you need to see what I'm doing. And what I decided to do was if you go back to the description of this podcast, you can click and go to a blog. The blog has two different visual supports for you. One of them is a YouTube video where I recorded my screen while I made a Google form data sheet so you could see all the buttons I was hitting and I talk you through it. The other thing I have in there is a PDF that you can download and I took pictures of each step and then typed it out. And so that can be great if maybe you're trying to set this up and you can't listen to the audio. So both of those supports are in that blog post, and this podcast is going to talk about why I loved taking data electronically in my classroom, and I'll answer a couple of questions that I frequently get. So data is the thing that I absolutely love and hate at the same time. Data drives our decisions. It's how we know our students are making progress against their goals. It helps us know if we need to change an intervention or a way we're teaching a concept but it can be a pain to collect as well, especially when you have a whole team working with a student. It can be really difficult to keep it organized. This is where Google Forms come in. It's the thing that changed my classroom. And before I share this, I wanna make it clear that I did color code all of my students. When I first wanted to do data online, I went to my direct supervisors and asked them the best way to maintain confidentiality. We determined that using my color coding system would work. Every student in my class was assigned a color, which made it easier to keep the sheets confidential. So for example, if Johnny Martin is color coded blue, his data sheet just says blue data sheet. The only people who knew my color code were my therapist, my aides, and my assistant principal. So that meant if anybody else found the data sheet, they would have no idea which student it was, and that helped protect the confidentiality. So here are my five top reasons why I think you should consider electronic data sheets. And I know that electronic data sheets are not right for everybody, but after listening to these five tips, you might find that it could be a good fit for your classroom or your setting. The first reason is I don't have to worry about the paper data sheets. I was that teacher who lost everything. I would forget to make copies. I couldn't read my own handwriting. Paper data sheets were a disaster for me. And in fact, I didn't have my aides take data at all my first couple of years of teaching. I thought if I can't figure out an effective system to take data, how can I train someone else to take data? I would take data on a post-it note. That post-it note would get filed with a different assignment. I would have the data sheet, I would never make the copy, so I'm scribbling on the back of it. I couldn't find the data sheet when I needed it. And so when I switched over to electronic, it was so much easier. I could grab any device and access the data sheet. I never ran out of copies and I never lost it. I could add, change, or tweak a goal with the click of a button. It had completely changed my data collection process. And I'll give you an example. 
I had a student where I was running a goal and I realized that I really needed to be tracking the prompting level as well. When I was doing paper data sheets, I would have just scribbled on the side of the data sheet prompts and then I would have gone back two weeks later and not been able to read my handwriting or necessarily remembered what that was. By doing electronic data sheets, right then and there, I went to the editing side added the prompts in there so I could track that and we are ready to roll forward. It was so easy to change that data sheet so I could capture more information and I didn't have to remember to do it later. The second reason that I loved it is that it was easier for my aides to take data. So as I mentioned before, my data was only taken by myself. And then when I put the system into place, my aides were able to take data on a regular basis as well. What would happen previously is I would give an aide a data sheet and she would take that data sheet with her to inclusion, but then she would bring the student back to me and head to her next location. 20 minutes I needed that data sheet, but I couldn't use it because it was with her in the music room. Now we all have access to the same data sheets at any point through devices. My assistants were able to log on and collect data, and then I could sign on two minutes later and take more data. It also made it easier for my assistants to take data on multiple students in inclusion. So I had years where I had assistants supporting three kids in inclusion, and she's trying to balance three different clipboards on her lap, or she has a binder and she's trying to flip and find the right tabs. Now she could just have one device in her lap, she could click on the color that corresponded to the student and take the data. It was so much easier and I got so much more information that way. The third reason why I loved taking electronic data is I could look at my data whenever I wanted. I was really bad about heading home for the weekend and forgetting to grab or take a look at my data. I would sit down to write my progress notes at the end of the quarter and not have anything to go off of when I was at home, which would stress me out. I would be sitting there on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. wanting to get ahead, but I don't have any of the data, so I can't do anything concrete. I'd have to wait until Monday, but then I had so many things I had to do on Monday, I'd be running behind, and it was so stressful every end of the grading quarter. After I switched to electronic data, I could just sign in on a Saturday morning, take a look at the data, start writing my progress notes, and continue on with my day. Now, I know some people have a strict policy of not doing schoolwork from home, so that might not be appealing to you, but I'm the type of person who would much, much rather do my work from home wearing comfy clothes and a cup of tea with my dog at my feet. I don't like to sit in my classroom or in my center and catch up on all that type of stuff. So being able to log in and look at my data on a Saturday morning was just so much more peaceful and less stressful for me. The fourth reason why I loved collecting data online was Google Forms graphed the data for me. And that was a biggie for me. I wish I had been better at graphing my data weekly, but I wasn't. I found it daunting to go through all of my data at the end of the quarter. Plus, sometimes I'd find out a little too late that an intervention was not working. When I switched to electronic data, I could click on the responses side and see all of the data graphed instantly. It took a weight off my shoulders and made me feel more confident in the data collection. The fifth reason why I loved collecting data online is I could share it with my administrator immediately. I've had my data pulled for review before and I always had to scramble to find it. Having your data pulled for review is a stressful situation on its own and having to search for all of the sheets you have on clipboards around your classroom only adds to the stress. 
once I switched to electronic data, my administrator had my login. And so that's one thing that was different. My assistants had access shared to them. So they could not go in and edit the data sheet. They could just fill it out. My administrator actually had my username and my password. So she could log into my data sheet at any point and see it in real time. It took the pressure off of me and it could keep us all on the same page. I didn't have to worry when I went out of the country for my brother's wedding in Spain that my assistant principal would need to see my data sheet and wouldn't know what to do. She could just log right in under my name and see whatever she needed to see right away. As I mentioned in that blog post, I have a video tutorial and I have that PDF that you can download. Another question that I frequently get is what I used to collect the data. I had bought some Amazon Kindles, or, or Kindle Fires from Amazon on Prime Day and I got them really cheap, but you can really take this data on any electronic device. If your staff is allowed to use phones, they can access it from their phone, you can access it from a laptop. One of the other things that I would do occasionally is I might still take data on paper and then log it into Google Forms. So maybe you still can't fathom doing data electronically, or maybe you don't have enough devices or your assistants are not comfortable accessing electronic information. I think even if you're still taking your paper data and then maybe once a week, you just plug it in as a teacher into Google Forms and it's graphing it for you, that is another great way to do it. So sometimes during reading group, it was just easier for me when I was trying to collect the academic behavior and communication data on six different students at the same time. Even though the electronic forms were easy, that's still a lot of clicking between forms. So I might just jot that stuff down on a piece of paper. And then that afternoon, I would go into my Google form and input all of it. And then that way, at the end of the week, I could st still look at the responses and everything would be graphed out. I hope this helped you guys feel more confident in approaching your administrators to collect data electronically if that's something you've been interested in. Again, I encourage you to go look at those visual supports because it'll really help you if you're not really sure how to get it started. And you can always reach out to me with questions. I love helping people figure out how to get this going in their classroom. I hope this podcast was helpful and gave you something to think about, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, I would greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and AdaptationStation.net. It's taco night in my house, so I'm going to go have a delicious dinner and a margarita, and I will talk to you guys again next Friday.